Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. So about 300 churches, Terry McAuliffe is in trouble in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, we now have, I, I think, one of the biggest issues. Look at Loudoun County. Look at Terry McAuliffe's statement. Parents shouldn't have a say in their kids' education. Uh, and then stood by it. I think they said the Youngland campaign said at least like two dozen times. And now he's trying to say they're taking my words out of context. No, because we know what Terry McAuliffe said. Um Thursday, Kamala Harris will be out campaigning with Terry McAuliffe, uh, but they're trying to pull out all the stops. Stacey Abrams is out there campaigning for McAuliffe. Barack Obama's campaigning for McAuliffe. Uh, this is a blue state. This should not be as close a race as it is. It is within the margin of error. And Glenn, Glenn Youngkin has a chance to win this early voting has almost, uh, if you're going to use a, a word or an adjective to describe it, is depressed compared to other elections as it relates to Democrat early voting. Uh, not a good sign. Anyway, so more than 300 predominantly African-American churches heard Kamala Harris this weekend in this or will hear between this past Sunday. Many churches ran, ran it this past Sunday, November 2nd, messages but apparently that is a violation of the IRS code. Remember, most churches are 501c3s, nonprofits, but it specifically says you, you cannot participate in or intervene in, including the publishing and distributing of statements, any political campaign on behalf of or in opposition to any candidate for public office. OK, so the law is pretty clear. Did Kamala Harris violate the law? Because Terry McAuliffe is so, so in, in such dire straits in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Here's part of what this video says that is airing in churches, apparently illegally. As you know, this is an important election coming up on Tuesday, November 2nd. And early voting is already underway. I believe that my friend Terry McAuliffe is the leader Virginia needs at this moment. 
Terry McAuliffe has a long track record of getting things done for the people of Virginia. When he was governor, in the wake of the recession, you'll remember, he brought 200,000 jobs to Virginia. Incomes went up and unemployment went down in every city and county in the state. And now, Terry McAuliffe is stepping up again with a clear vision about how to rebuild Virginia's economy for the future. To raise the minimum wage, to make health care more affordable, to give every child a world-class education. Virginians, you deserve a leader who has a vision of what is possible and the experience to realize that vision. Terry McAuliffe is that leader. Okay, beyond being dull and boring, uh, is it illegal? Remember, Terry McAuliffe got in trouble. Parents concerned about what their kids are being taught in school. You know, he, he literally says that they shouldn't be involved in their kids' education. First of all, this shows how clueless Glenn Youngkin is. He doesn't understand what the laws were because he's never been involved here in helping Virginia. But it was not. The parents had to write... To veto bills, veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So stop the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. You know, I get really tired of everybody running down teachers. I don't think parents should be telling schools what to be teaching. Uh, Parents should have an active role in their kid's school. Anyway, here to join us to discuss uh, the legal aspect, Leo 2.0 Terrell, Fox News contributor, and then Reverend C.L. Heavyfoot Bryant is the host of the C.L. Bryant Show. Um, now, Leo, you might, we might need you one day because apparently Reverend C.L. has a pretty heavy foot and he's been pulled over apparently hundreds of times. He's never gotten a ticket, though, because he immediately starts it. He uses the name of Jesus and says, Officer, are you saved? Officer, have you accepted the Lord Jesus into your heart? My name is Reverend C.L. Bryant. I know I might have been speeding, uh, but I'm I'm busy doing the Lord's work. Will you pray oh, with me? And every I single time he uses Jesus's name, which, by the way, I believe in Jesus, uses Jesus's name to get out of a speeding ticket. And apparently it works. And you know what, Sean? I use it to get out of everything else, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, the, the, I don't know. Uh, Leo 2.0 Terrell, that's a pretty sneaky trick. I, I don't know if I'd want to end up at the pearly gates and say, hey, by the way, thanks for getting me out of all those speeding tickets. Well, well, okay, news for you, Sean. He, he doesn't need a lawyer. He's doing he a, he's, doing he's a got Jesus on his side. I know. Doesn't oh, man. Or a lawyer. All right, Leo, is this illegal what Kamala is doing? Yes, it's definitely illegal. It's it's a violation of the tax-exempt status of a religious organization. She's giving a political message in a church which is tax-exempt, and they have to stay away from politics. It's clearly a violation. The question is, will the Biden administration that wants to go after the average citizen who deposits $600 in his or her account, will he go after his own party? I don't think so. But the problem here is this. Uh, Biden won Virginia, Sean, by 10 percentage points. This is a dogfight because people of all colors reject Terry McCullough's strategy that parents should not be involved in curriculum. I'm a former school teacher. They have an absolute fundamental right to be involved. And this cuts across all political spectrum, all political, all ethnic groups. 
people of all colors want to be involved. They reject critical race theory. And no one expected a year ago that education would be the key point in the election in Virginia. And it's going to be a tidal wave. I think Yonkin is going to win this thing because people are fed up with the democratic control of your every aspect of his or, of their life. I mean, I mean Reverend, you, you look at this. I, if schools cared, now we spend more per capita per student on education than any other country in the industrialized world with mostly the worst results. I mean, on average, especially in blue states that have destroyed the educational system because you got this unholy alliance with teachers unions and the Democratic Party. So, you know, number one. So, it, it, you know, all these cliches I hear. We're going to we have the first class education. We're going to tax the rich. Uh, Terry McAuliffe knows what it means to have a clean uh, environment. He wants clean air and clean water. Uh, we're going to tax the rich. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's like robotic. They don't mean any of it. They don't accomplish any of it. Every, you know, you want you want the track record of Democrats. It just sucks. It is. It does suck, Sean. And that's why Leo and I left that camp. I left many years ago, over 30 years ago, and Leo is now here. Black folks are getting tired. This will backfire on them because black folks are getting tired of being told that their lying eyes are telling them something and deceiving them again by these Democrats. When you look at what Terry McAuliffe is all about, he has never been about the welfare of those who are less fortunate in the state of Virginia. The same with Kamala Harris. She's the grandest and dullest deception that you can possibly think of. I dare say this. Excuse my language uh, for saying this. But well, no, no, you don't have to worry about it, because apparently you're just going to invoke the name of Jesus and say you're sorry and get out of it. OK, go ahead. But you are going to see. Let's go, Brandon signs in the hands of everybody around this country. Because, pardon my language, but that is going to be even in the hands of school children around this country because this has been a total catastrophe, Sean Hannity. And I thank you so much for this platform in order to tell everybody, particularly black folks, that there is a need now to wake up. How stupid. Do they think that you are uh, to believe that you would let them come between you and your child? Here's, you here's my argument. Children. How are school systems doing in all these, you know, blue states that have been run by liberal Democrats for decades and blue cities? How's their educational system working out? Not well. Uh, you know, you have you have all these kids that are not proficient in, in reading and math. How are they doing with law and order in blue cities and states? Because they they can't even give people simple safety and security to pursue happiness. How did those Obamacare promises keep your doctor plan and save money work out? Uh, how's that Social Security lockbox doing that they raided and is now headed towards insolvency along with Medicare? So my question, Leo, why would anyone believe these new promises when they've screwed up on everything else that they promised? They shouldn't, but they do. And that's the sad part about it. You mentioned Democratic City. I live in one in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Baltimore. Sean, what they do is they pander and they lie to the black voters. They come in only during the election cycle. They go to black churches. I think every black church should close their doors to the Democratic Party. And then they say, hey, you know, we're the guys who are going to help you. 
Blacks don't want government-controlled schools. They want school choice. They want police officers to defend their streets. They believe in law enforcement. But they come in and they lie, and somehow black voters, a lot of them, I I woke up, they drink that Kool-Aid, and then the the Democrats, they leave, they come back four years later and lie again. I don't understand it, but I see a breaking point because there are blacks in Virginia who are voting for Yonkin, and I'll tell you, Sean, Terry McAuliffe is afraid that the black vote will not be there in massive. That's why you got Stacey Abrams. That's why you got Barack. That's why you got Kamala. And I think Kamala might help the Republicans because she is so unlikable. A lot of Democrats think she's going to be president if Joe Biden can't cut it out, cut it for the next, you know, for the full term. I guess Kamala is the Democratic Party frontrunner. I don't see any circumstances, CL, that, that Joe Biden runs for a second term. Do you? I don't understand how Joe Biden could have won this time, Sean. But no, there is no way Joe Biden will get a second term if, in fact, Joe Biden finishes his first term. Let me say this quickly, Sean. Here at FreedomWorks, we have what's called the best program, Building Education for Students Together, ParentsKnowBest.com. And that is what we need to understand. And that's what these clowns in the Democrat Party don't understand is that they have gone to a bridge too far and this will be the spark as leo was saying i who would have thought that education would be the catalyst for the new american revolution quick break we'll come back more with reverend cl heavyfoot bryant leo 2.0 terrell and your calls coming up 800-941-SEAN is our number more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. continue with the Reverend C.L. Bryant, Leo 2.0 Terrell. It seems to me that, you know, we, we have the greatest success, Leo 2.0 Terrell, which I guess maybe played a part in, in you becoming 2.0, not 1.0. And that is that Donald Trump set record low after record low after record low unemployment for every demographic group in the in the country. And the people that benefited the most from his policies were minorities in America. Uh, the people now that are being punished the most, uh, the people that don't have good schools, safe communities, seem to be minorities in America. Uh, the Democratic Party claims a monopoly of compassion, but their policies aren't working. And then if you look at, for example, who's getting hit the hardest when it comes to Biden's economic disastrous, you know, his disastrous plans here, uh, poor Americans and middle class Americans all across the every demographic spectrum they're the ones that are paying more money for every single item they buy every time they fill up their tank and every time they heat and cool their home. They can't afford Joe Biden anymore. Sean, don't don't dis- destroy this program with facts. Those are facts. That's what the Democrats don't have. They play that emotional game. Donald Trump was more effective in four years towards helping all people, regardless of color, than Obama and Biden in eight years. Everyone knows that. It was one of the driving forces that led me to leave the Democratic Party. I mean, his funding historical black colleges, lower unemployment rates. These are facts. And you know what? It drove the Democrats crazy because here's a Republican who they despised was doing programs that benefited all people. And one last point. You're talking about police reform? Donald Trump tried to get police reform. Guess who killed it? Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. Now they got the control of the White House and the Congress. They can't get police reform. They like these racial divisive issues to just keep going on and on and on. They're not into solutions. They like problems. Let me ask the last question of Reverend C.L. Heavyfoot Bryant. When's the last time he got pulled over, Reverend? <laughs> uh, actually, Sean, I've been a good, I've been very good here here lately. But I, I tell you something, I I came, I, I'm awoke, I'm awake now. But and I want you to explain this. How, how does it how does it happen? So the guy pulls you over. You're going 85 in a in a 55 mile per hour zone, sir. Uh, can I have your license and registration? Walk me through the process of how you 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 bring Jesus into this discussion. Sean, uh, I let my light shine wherever that is. I've been told by Jesus to do it. Just, You've been, oh, so shine. now you're blaming Jesus for using Jesus, invoking Jesus' no, name. No, 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 no. Never miss, oh, well, it, never miss an opportunity to preach. I got it. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely right. And be awake here in America, the greatest land on the face of the planet. Because I've never, th- this is the single most brilliant idea I've ever heard. You know, will well, you I pray with you me, what? sir? Before, before you write the word. ticket, will you please pray with me? Sean, <laughs> Sean, Jesus works and he saves every, I, I, I know, but I'd, be, I'd feel bro. that I'm going to get hit with lightning if I ever pulled this one off. 
<laughs> All right, we love you both. CL, thank you. Leo 2.0 Terrell, thank you. 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free number. We'll get to your calls coming up next. Quick break, right back. Straight from the source. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Hi, 25 now till the top of the hour. Toll free. It's 800 941 Sean. We'll get to your calls here in a second. Biden, another screwed up moment today. Needed to be rescued once again by Jill. I'm not allowed to take questions. They get mad at me and everything. And it's it's really young. I can't get my ice cream before I go nighty night. Anyway, the reason they don't let him talk is because he can't talk. Listen. Tell you what, I would like to learn it. Okay, Joe Biden struggling as usual. Um, anyway, and then Joe Biden just lies. He's the great plagiarist that he's been in his life that we've chronicled many times. Now, he, he claims once again that he was involved in the civil rights movement. Well, there's no evidence of that. And he looked at me and said, Joe, you should run. I said, but I, I, I'm, I feel strongly about all these issues, but I got involved in the civil rights movement and the war. I, I, he said, Joe, you should do it. He had enough confidence in me that he gave me confidence in myself. Unbelievable. 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, all right, let's say hi to Larry is in Ohio, the all-important state of Ohio. Hi, Sean. How you doing? I'm good, sir. How are you? Glad you called. Good. Um, real quick, I called you last November after the election, and and I was pretty down and pretty despondent and, and uh, hopeless. And um, you had said, well, and I was about ready to give up on politics and everything. And um, you said, do you have any grandchildren? And I said, yeah. And he said, that's why you keep going. So I want to tell you what we did. Um, my wife and I sit and watch the news, and and she one day said, you know, I'm going to stop sitting here and complaining. I'm going to run for school board. And I kind of looked at her and said, have you lost your mind? And she said, nope, I'm going to run for school board. And we have recruited two other people uh, through the local uh, Republican club to other women who are um, also conservatives and were uh, they're running for school board here in Sylvania for the Sylvania um, city schools. And um, that's what we, that was our response. To you know, all of this. Look, we're fighting back. The, the, you know, the idea, for example, the intimidation efforts, the politicizing of the Department of Justice is very, very dangerous for reasons you're you're saying. And and I'm not saying telling people that, you know, if you go to a school board meeting and they're, let's say they're teaching age inappropriate material, or let's say that the this the school has draconian measures as it relates to covid or let's say critical race theory and you're pas- be passionate. But I urge everybody, you know, be polite. Now, let's say somebody does cross a line 
and and says something that could be deemed a threat. You can't have people making threats against public officials and school board members. You know, the, the answer usually is vote them out the next time the election comes or or run for office yourself. But that's something the local police departments can handle. That's a call to 911, assuming, of course, they didn't dismantle or defund the police and you don't have any police. So but the the reality is the only way, you know, it's interesting that the Democrats have control of everything. They got the House, they got the Senate, they got the White House, but they don't have one thing. I do not believe they have the hearts and minds of the American people. They've not won the argument for socialism. Anyway, appreciate the Correct. call. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean is our number. Aaron is in Texas. Aaron, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean. Great to talk to you. Well, I'm calling to say thank you. And the reason I'm calling is because of something that you said about your kids. So I'll finish with that. But the re- I want to start with telling your viewers why you deserve our thanks. Um, I was a TV news anchor and reporter for 15 years. And the industry's changed a lot from the, from the mid-90s to when I left in the late 2000s to what it is right now. And, you know, the pressure went from doing journalism and and seeking truth and telling stories and running things by the lawyers to make sure you were accurate and factual to being pressured by the sales team. And I've got a friend in Austin who's an anchor that I anchored with back in the early 2000s. And now his co-anchor, they have a a leaderboard in their newsroom. It's a social media leaderboard. And his his co-anchor is winning because she posted a new lipstick with duck lips. Like, that's what's driving you know, journalism and media popularity these days. And so what you're doing out there, when you're giving a voice to truth, you're giving a voice to really how people feel and what they're experiencing in schools and in cities and in government. And I don't think people realize how how hard it's gotten to be in this business that you're in and how much pressure comes from all sides and, and certainly how much criticism there is. So you're doing a job that a lot of people like me couldn't finish. I, you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. And and I'm so thankful to you every single day when I listen. But what made me call was I heard you say on a, a previous show that your kids don't use your last name in college. And I've also heard you say when my kids Google Sean Hannity, it comes up Sean Hannity is Satan. So it's not just you that's, that's doing this for all of us. Your family's making a sacrifice, too. And I think that you deserve our thanks and our gratitude and also, you know, frankly, just our applause and support for your bravery and for being that voice and taking that stand. So um, this is I just feel a little uncomfortable. First of all, you're very kind and I'm not good at taking compliments. Linda, true or false. Um, (laughs) uh, But 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 I'm very appreciative. I know I can't do this show without you listening. I know I can't do TV if you don't watch and I want to be able to do it. I want to fight. You know, when you you know, everything's a perspective. Right. You know, we all think we're pro- we, we have problems. I'll never forget, Aaron, the, the first time I came out of Walter Reed and Bethesda and I was with Ollie North the first time. And I saw these guys that had their legs blown off and these guys going, going through this painful rehab. I walked out of there embarrassed, embarrassed in as much as how do I see something that devastating, that hard, that difficult and then whining, complain about, you know, oh, I work so hard or whatever I'm whining about, because in comparison, there is no comparison or the job of a police officer is he's pelted with bricks and rocks and, and Molotov cocktails and bottles. So I, I do appreciate it. I, I am blessed. I, I don't really talk about my private life much on purpose and my kids on purpose because they are their own people. 
and uh, I try to keep them out of my world as much as possible. I made this choice, and they know the good that comes out of it, and they know there's a downside, too. And I just, I am dedicated to let them find who God made them to be, not, not, not force my will upon them, if that makes any sense. And, and to their credit, they, they found, they're both finding their own way. And I'm, I'm proud of both of them. And, um, I just, you know, I think a good father just facilitates people finding that, that purpose within inside themselves that God put there. I didn't, but my, you know, they're God's creation. You know, that's their real father in the sense. If I really believe right. that. But, you know, just like those military service members and just like those police officers are out sacrificing because they're doing what they're called to do, you are doing what you're called to do. And, and you know, it's not something everybody can do. So, you know, I know, I know you're humble. I know it's hard for you. But, you know, take the credit and take the thanks because there's a lot of people that appreciate you. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, Aaron. Um, I, I am it means here. a lot to me. Yeah. Oh, you are here. I am here. You know what happened, Sean? We were messing with the board and my mic okay. was on a different channel. I apologize. No, I mean, I just I have a hard time taking compliments because I'm. You know, First of you, all, can we talk about the caller? I mean, Aaron. What an amazing call. Amazing call. Uh, it's so well spoken. And I think she says what a lot of us are thinking all the time, which is, you know, that we do this every day because it's what we do. But I mean, you, we get attacked. I mean, we go on the road. We have security. <laughs> people throw bottles. They want to throw snowballs. They want to scream. They yeah, want to yell. Yeah, we've had it all. We've, we've had the snowballs. We've had we've we've had our moments, and we've had the security but issues. But Sean, think about this: you went to Israel, and people flocked to you. I mean, we're at the Wailing Wall, and people are running to you, thanking you for you know your your pledge to Israel, your love of the country. We're in. You know, we're in Finland, and you have people coming up. Oh, you're Sean Hannity. I watch your show, and it's like it, it does shock insane. me. I mean, I really can't believe it. You know, and then in London we got mobbed, and <laughs> that was insane. And in London, the the bobbies, the cops that are not armed. Uh, well, that was the weirdest saying, thing. No guns. No, nobody's no, armed. No, yeah, and they said you guys have to go. This I'm is like, not going to end well. <laughs> That's what they said. It was scary. I mean, that was a mob. And I was the genius that said, oh, nobody's going to know me here. Let's just bring our cameras down No, this down is there. the best part about you. I'm just going to put on a hat. I'm like, I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's not enough. Well, I have I sunglasses. My sunglasses. I have my sunglasses. There you go. Yep. I'm you like, see, if I yeah. would have had my mask hat and sunglasses, I would have had a better shot. Yeah, that doesn't work. You always say that. It only works for like a second, and then everybody knows it's you. It's like, you know. You know, I don't have to wear it anymore. It's not mandated in my grocery store, but I used to wear it in the grocery store. Even my glasses, hat, and mask, and people still would say, hey, Sean. Like, yeah, because you have you a certain, first of all, you walk at the speed of light. Walking. I mean, I have to wear sneakers with you because you're insane. And so being anywhere with you requires, you know, full on Nike running sneakers. And besides that, you know, you're always you have like a certain cadence and you're always wearing that same FDNY T-shirt. So it's like we all know it's you. It's not, a, you know, it's not hard to figure out. Yeah, well, I, I, I am. I'll tell you people in life. And this is what I'm trying to get across to young people that call the show and my own kids, too. And I've t- Linda, how many times have I had this discussion with you? And I tell everybody on our team the same thing is that, you know, you need to depend on yourself in this life. I'm not counting on Social Security being there for me when I'm eligible. I'm, I'm, I assume at some point they will means test it. At some point they will legislate a legal means to steal money that I've been putting in to a system with a promise that I get in my retirement at some point. Um, I It's also headed towards insolvency. 
And and that's a big problem. I don't know and, why you think that. We have a president who says, come on, man, every third word or so. On, I feel man. very secure. He's a junkie. He's, he's, he's a, you know, he's got corn pop in his past. He was in the civil rights movement, you know. He's <laughs> yeah. a leader, you know. What day of the week is it? Come on, uh, man. Come on, man. All right, back to our busy phones. Lily is in Miami. Lily, how are you? Paradise, what's going on? I'm I'm good. How are you, Sean? I'm good, but I'm getting reports that the strip in Miami, you know, where the fountain blew and all those big fancy hotels and where people like to hang and party is I hear that, you know, things are really getting out of control down there. Is that true? Well, I don't go down there too much because of the reputation of being the crazy stuff going on there. So I try to avoid it, but I'm sure that's pretty much true. It's not my scene, but uh, I I understand it's not good, uh, has not been good for a while. I hope they can fix that up. Uh, I think the mayor down there is a pretty good guy from what I hear, right? Yes, yes, he is. But the best one of all is our governor. Yeah, he's doing a great job, DeSantis. That's for sure, yes. Definitely. By the way, I have not mentioned it publicly. I have talked I have spoken to the governor privately and uh wished him and his his wife, uh who's diagnosed with breast cancer, uh mm-hmm. our, our prayers and best wishes. I mean, I, my mom lived through that and it was hell. And she had a very advanced case of it. A double mastectomy, wow. chemo radiation, twenty I think twenty twenty one lymph nodes. Uh, I mean, she was in bad shape. She did recover from it. She died for other causes years later, but she survived it barely because they half kill you to save you. Oh, yes, definitely. I know my father-in-law is going through tongue cancer right now, and he's on his last week of treatment. So hopefully everything will turn out well with that, too. I hope so. There may. I, I think one day we're going to look back on cancer treatment and think, man, we were living in the dark ages. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hoping that they figure this out. They, they're making a lot of progress. You know, Hodgkin's disease, lymphoma. I mean, they were death sentences, you know, three decades ago. And now they yeah. have like a 90% childhood leukemia. I think it's 90 plus percent success rate in, in saving people. Yes, that's wonderful, especially for the kids. Yeah, that's we got horrible. about 30 seconds. I know you wanted to add something else. Uh, yeah, I I just had my own feeling of all these mandates and the reason why they're targeting, you know, nurses and doctors, the military and the police. It's it's ridiculous. You know, they're trying to uh, get the people who are not, uh, you know, going with the narrative that they're trying to preach here, this administration and getting rid of all of that. And it's like you you shouldn't get rid of all these people. And just because they don't want to get a vaccine, it's like I feel like they're doing that on purpose. So they it, do, it doesn't have to be that it. draconian. They, it, mm-hmm. Listen, if the choice is that a military, uh, our military personnel or nurses on the front line during the worst of covid, um, give them a, at least the option of getting tested. Give them something. Give them an alternative other than. You know, the shot or you're fired, which is what they're doing in many cities and states, and especially in light of the effectiveness, apparently, of monoclonal antibodies and therapeutics. I mean, give these people a give them a lifeline. 
Now, you might say, well, why don't they just do it? They, they've decided for whatever reason not to. And, and nobody clearly is able to convince them otherwise. So that, that argument, I mean, they're willing to lose millions of dollars on this in some cases. So over the, give up your whole retirement that you earned your whole career? I just give these people a break. That's, that's my hope. Anyway, as a good reminder, Lily, thank you. Appreciate the call. 800-941-SEAN is our number. We're going to lose so many good people. Quick break. Right back. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 